All right, friends, prepare yourself. This is an emotional and impactful episode coming. As you listen, I don't want you to focus as much on my why that I talk about, but I want it to spur you thinking about what your why is. Why do you do what you do? And why is it so important that you step into who God created you to be? So as you listen, just just know that God has made you for more. He knew what was going to happen. He knew what you're going to go through. He also is waiting for you to step into the next thing. He's waiting for you to turn your pain into purpose and your story into opportunity and hope. So I hope you listen. I hope that, well, I just hope that you start to feel what I feel and that this is not an optional thing that we can do. This whole life, is it's it matters. Every moment matters. Every circumstance, everything we do matters. So what is your why? Why do you need to step into who God called you to be? And how can it impact others? So listen in. Hi, friend. I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for being here. Before I jump into today's episode, I wanted to talk again about my new course. Well, it's more of an experience. It is going to be eight weeks long, and it is going to take you through the first part of restoration, which is identifying your fears to reclaim your confidence. I've been trying to find a catchy name for this. I... And, you know, maybe you can help me with that. The course itself is ready to go. It is so good. It is, I'm really excited about the freedom and transformation that it's going to allow, allow you to have just by being a part of it. One of the best parts about this is through this course, because it's an experience, it's a group coaching format, like framework. And so I'll be walking you through each of the steps. By doing that, you'll be able to ask your questions. You'll be able to talk about your concerns. You'll be able to really dive in and embrace those fears and understand why they're keeping you stuck. So if you're interested, if you're ready, if you're tired of feeling lost, feeling like 
you are stuck where you are and you don't know which way to go. You have so many negative thoughts that you feel like you're not worthy or you can't possibly have a future, that you can't even see what your future could be just because you have so much armor of protection over your heart that you can't see through it. And I say that because every one of those things I have been through, every one of those things I have fought and I have cried and I've pushed and I've learned and I have worked to get that, to shed that armor and to reclaim my confidence, to reclaim my identity, to reclaim my purpose and to step into who God called me to be. And so I want to share this, this whole process with you, this process that has been developed through years of, well, pain and suffering, as well as tears and education and learning and all of this stuff and failures. And that just means you don't have to go through all of that same thing. You get to benefit from having me walk with you and you get to achieve the transformation you're looking for. Now, it does sound kind of scary. Like, do you really want to face your fears? No, no one wants to face them. But that's the first step to true restoration. That is the first step to understand what is going on, what is stopping you from turning your your circumstance, your hardship into hope and opportunity, to seeing how God uses your circumstance for good and how you can impact the world. So if you're ready, I want you to go over to TammyMarieCoaching.com and I want you to go to the online courses tab and fill, click it and then fill out the little information form. And you will start to get information about this. My initial thought was to call it Her Restored Spirit, the group coaching framework. It needs a little work, but hey, until then, until I figure out exactly what we should call this, that's what I'll say. But I don't want the name, missing the perfect name, to stop me from actually helping you find the restoration, the freedom to break the chains of grief and the broken spirit to reclaim your your life, your love, your purpose, your excitement, your contentment, your relationships, your friendships, your, well, really from reclaiming you and feeling whole. So go over to my website and click that link today. Click it, click it right now and make sure that you sign up. I'm only opening a few spots. I'm going to keep it small since this is my first time. I want to make sure that I really walk with you. So this is your chance. Do not let it um, pass you by. Now, as we get into today's episode, I wanted to talk about the last couple of episodes I've done. I talked about the livestock and the fish the cows and the cod, this crisis of the week and the crisis of the days that keep us so focused on this moment that we cannot even see what's on the other side, that we are in crisis mode constantly dealing with all the drama for the day. We have urgent things come up all the time that we never get to the important things. And then there's the resistance. When we finally figure out or we start to make progress and get rid of some of the drama and some of the the urgent, which seemingly may be important, 
But when you really peel back the onion and you see that it's not, these are things your brain has created, has given meaning to, that keeps you stuck in this position of uncomfortable fear. Or this comfortable fear, I should say. It's uncomfortable, but it's we stay there because we understand it. Because by acting and doing that next thing, we don't know what the outcome's going to be. And so that's uncomfortable. And with that, I want to talk about the ants, the automatic negative thoughts. The, these are the thoughts of when you see other people doing what you want to do, or when you see possibilities or you look at your dreams, you look at what you want to do, and then you see, then you hear these voices. well, you can't do that. That's for those people over there. They deserve that. They're worthy of that. Not you. You have this circumstance. You're broken spirited and you're in mourning and you are in pain. And that's where you need to stay. That's your lot in life. Oh, that's for the person, the famous person to do. Oh, that's for, you know, you're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not thin enough. You're not rich enough. You're not poor enough. Oh, what struggle do you really have? Or is your struggle, does it compare to what their struggle is? Does your story, you're, you don't have a story that will inspire others. Or you can't inspire or help others. You've got too much on your own plate. You can't even see straight, let alone see enough ahead to help someone else. You don't have enough energy to do that. All of these comments, all of these thoughts and I will tell you, when I started to write them down, whoo, man, I thought I talked to myself a lot nicer than I did. I know that I've told you multiple times that when you start hearing those, like write them down and ask yourself, like, would I say this to my best friend? Then why am I saying them to myself? But then I've learned that these are automatic thoughts. They are automated in the brain. And even though you don't want them, they're there. These are thoughts that have been playing over and over. And if you don't actively work to turn them off, to rewire them into something positive, into something healthy, into something true, because again, let me remind you that all of these things are not true. They're all false. They may have come from childhood messages, whether someone directly said it to you or that's something you inferred. It may come from your your previous failures or unsuccessful ventures. It may come from the hardship and pain, but they are not true. You are worthy. You do deserve a life of happiness. And we have to intentionally rewire our brains to think that, to know that, to understand, and to believe that. I was listening to a statistic that says that your brain automatically repeats negative thoughts and negative things like seven times, and it only repeats the positive things one time. So that means that you have to praise yourself 
seven times to just equal one negative thought that you told yourself. That was mind blowing to me. That negativity bias that our brains have, like it is real. So you wonder why you can do a hundred good things, but it's that one bad thing, that one negative thing or the one thing that didn't go as well as you had hoped that your brain dwells on. That's because it keeps her being repeated over and over. The other things it says one time and you're like, okay. So you successfully changed a tire for the first time. Okay. But you also got, you also broke three lug nuts at the same time. So maybe next time you should try not to break those. And so in your head, that whole experience is wasted. It's not, maybe wasted is not the right word, but you don't get the benefit of that small win. And which actually, I mean, changing a tire is not easy. So that's a pretty big win. But you don't get the benefits of that. You don't get the brain benefits because all that you did was consider what you did not do well. So those negative thoughts, what are they saying to you? What negative thoughts do you want to get rid of? Did you know that there is a scientific way to remove those, to rewire them, to replace them? I'm going to talk more and more about that over the next couple of months. I am going through this program right now that's a neuro coaching certification, which I cannot wait to give you the benefits of this. I know some of you may not enjoy studying the brain as much as I do, but it actually works in your favor because then I get to study it and just give you the good stuff. I get to help you actually put it into action and you don't have to know all of the details behind it. So you're welcome for that. I just love studying it. And also I just care about you so much that I don't want you to be stuck with these automatic negative thoughts. I don't want you to feel like you are unworthy. I did not realize how many things that I kept myself from achieving or doing because I felt unworthy of them because I didn't feel that I deserved the success that would come from them. I'm a goal-oriented person. I know that I can do what I set out what I set out to do. So why am I not achieving the goals that I set up for myself? And that's what it came down to is that my brain was telling me automatically. I didn't have to even consider it. It was something that was pre-programmed that I'm not worthy of it. And so I have slowly been rewiring and changing my brain, actually doing synapsis pruning, which is just another big word, brain word, for changing the physical components in my brain. It physically changed my brain by by rewiring my thoughts, which is just, again, mind-blowing. And I will not get any more technical with you. Um, Although I have heard from some of you, I've heard from you that you see that, that you love that and that you appreciate the science behind things as much as I do. So I love having those conversations with you. But one of the, one of the things that I wanted to share today, one of these things that 
I'm hoping that by sharing this, it, uh, it encourages you to consider the same questions. We always ask why. Why, why me? Which, as I've mentioned before, that's not even the right question. But it's why do you want this? And as I was trying to figure out, like, I'll just use this course that I'm created, this course that has been a labor of love and something that I have been working on. And I know that it will change lives. I know that the information in it is presented in a way that can help you knock down some of these barriers and really step into who you were made to be. But then there's that, well, you're not a teacher. And who are you to have a course online? That's for the business people or the people who are professionals. All of those things came up. And so I was told to do this why exercise. And I wanted to share it with you because I hope that you see and you start to feel your why inside of it. So while I was trying to decide what was the why for doing this, what is the why that'll push me through and actually present it to you and get over myself and get over the fears of what if I get it wrong? What if you don't like it? What will people think and what will people say about it? Get over all of those lies that I've been telling myself. And so it's like, why do you want it? It's like, I want to impact my family. I want to share with my kids that you can do hard things, that you can't let things limit you. I also want to help women find their purpose in their circumstances. So then you go deeper. Why is your answer from number two important to you? I want to show my kids that they are not controlled by circumstances or what the world says and does. They are so smart and caring that they can have anything. They can do anything. And I also want them to be proud of me. I want them to become adults and see that I didn't allow circumstances to hold me back. And I don't want that for them either. And for the women, for you, as you step into your purpose, I want you to have a place to come to be you a place that is safe, a place that you can take your pain and turn it into purpose, that you can take your circumstance and know that you don't have to be defined by it, that it doesn't have to control you and that it doesn't get to dictate who you are. And why do I want that? I don't want any external or internal limitations put on my kids or you. God designed you and gave you your worth. The world did not. I don't want others to determine who you are. I don't want you to walk in fear, but be willing to try something difficult, to get uncomfortable and realize that there's so much life in the uncomfortable. In the uncomfortable. There's so much life and when you grow, when you are being stretched. I want, I want you to step into your calling And I can't ask you to do that until I'm willing to step into mine. 
I want you to step into the calling God has prepared in advance for you. This is not something that's being created as your circumstances come up. This is something that has always been there and it was created for you and prepared for you even before you were born. And so it's for you and you deserve it and you're worthy of it. Why is that important to me? Well, nothing happens by accident and everything has a reason and a purpose, the good and the bad. You become who you are in the midst of circumstances. And that's what changes the world. We don't allow the world to change us. By not allowing the world to define us, and by not allowing your circumstances to define who God called you to be, and allow God to shape you and use you, even through the pain. Because we know, because I know, because you know, that you can't live in this world, you can't love well, you can't live well, and you can't serve well and care without feeling pain. And so why do you want that? Because there are so many hurting people who do not experience real life and restoration. They believe they are not worthy of good things, and that is not true. God loves you, and he uses everything for good. He didn't say he uses the good stuff for good. He didn't say he he uses only the bad stuff for good. He uses everything for good. Even the painful things. And by not accepting God's love and grace, you miss out on the amazing calling that God has put on your life. For me to not experience the love and grace of God, I will miss out on what God has called me to do. By not showing how my kids, or showing for my kids, how to accept God's love and grace, then I'm not mentoring them. I'm not giving them a good example. And I'm not setting them up to live their best life that God's called them to live. And why is that important to me? It's important to me because you have a purpose. You have a calling that the world needs. And if you don't step into it, hurting and all, you are robbing yourself from the life and those around you from the blessings that God has has for them through you. You miss the glimpse of heaven by being a part of experiencing other people's blessings. If I don't step into my calling, then I'm not able to see the calling of others. I'm not able to experience the callings of others. I'm not able to have a glimpse of the blessing it is to be them. I'm not able to experience the blessings of blessing others. Hurting people hurt others, but blessed people bless others. And as I created my why, as I created, as I went through this and I pictured you, you listening to this, no, please know that my heart is to serve you. My heart is to help you because I know what it's like to feel alone in a crowded room. I know what it feels like to be lost and know that you were made for more, but not have any idea of what direction that more is. I know what it's like to fall to the floor when you get some really devastating news, but also have to pick yourself up. I also know what it feels like to have other people around me who help pick me up. And I have seen the devastation that happens when other people don't have that support 
And I don't want you to live without that support. I really believe that God called me to do this work, that he called me to help you. So what is God calling you to do? What do you know deep down inside that you can impact others? What is your why? Because that is the only thing that is going to stop you from focusing on the resistance. It's going to allow you to do it anyway. Do it scared. Do it messy. Do it even without knowing what the circumstances or or results are going to be. It's really going to be the only thing that pushes you past your fears, your ants, your automatic native thoughts that are lies that are telling you that you can't do it. And it's going to push you through all the drama of the day, all the daily, the crisis of the day, the crisis of the week that keep you from your energy focusing on what's really important. So my friend, what would it look like to write out your whys and then write out why it's important and why it's important and why it's important to the point that you start to feel that deep down gritty reason why that you're like, I I have to do this. I have to. And I know it's hard to identify your fears, but it's so important. By taking that hard step to identify your fears, you can reclaim your confidence You can embrace your identity. Then you can step into your purpose. You can experience a life, a life of joy. And it is right there waiting for you.